1: Hello, everybody. Mark Levin here. Our number 877-381-3811. 877-381-3811. Now, most of you work for a living and pay taxes, so you're not watching uh, television or listening to radio all day long. These leftists all over cable, all over network news and so forth all sound alike because they're leftists. They're ideologues, and that's why they sound alike in the media. And uh, just as the killing of Khashoggi Ko- 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 in, uh, yeah, in Turkey in the Saudi Arabia consulate is Donald Trump's fault, apparently so is the fact that it looks like more than 7,000 to me, but 7,000 illegal aliens are heading for our border. And, you know, uh, the storyline is that Donald Trump is politicizing it, and he's stoking fear. And uh, you may not know this. But through September, so far this year, over 400,000 illegal aliens have been stopped at our border. Uh, This is an invasion. The media do not want to describe it as an invasion because remember what I told you the other day. We used to talk about the media being an appendage of the Democrat Party. It's actually the other way around. The Democrat Party is an appendage of the media. It's an appendage of the media. And the media narrative here is that if you oppose illegal immigration, people just marching from one country to the next into your own country, we have no idea who they are, no idea if any of them are criminals. Well, actually, we do. Some of them have been deported and so forth. If you oppose that, then you're a racist. And if you object object to it and you're a politician, you're fear-mongering. You're fear-mongering. I want you to listen to this montage that Trump's midterm election strategy is fear and lies. Most of these people are with CNN. Some of them are with MSNBC, but most of them are with CNN. I want you to listen to this. Cut one, go.
2: I want to show you the big headline in the Washington Post this morning. Trump and Republicans settle on fear and falsehoods As a midterm strategy, fear, and in some cases, lies.
3: There is something truly wrong with a leader who lies so much about everything. But the lies about public policy, the lies meant to divide our country, to hurt specific people or groups of people, those lies should disgust other elected Republicans. Where are you? So what's going on here? Are the president's lies... Becoming
4: more brazen? Does he not know what he's saying? This is not rhetorical. What's going on with the president? Is his grip on reality loosening?
5: This is a base election and it's a fear election. Why is
4: Donald Trump so frightened? Why is he so scared? Why is he, why is he being so, so pathetic and little right now? So small, so tiny that he's having to create these lies. He has taken us to a place where untruth is the
6: order of the day. Where officially it appears in a fact-free zone. President Trump campaigning like it's 2016 all over again. Where fear is driving his political message and the truth goes by the wayside.
1: See, this is propaganda. You repeat the big lie over and over and over again. You use the same words over and over and over again. Vast majority of these people are on CNN, not all of them. Some of them are actually called reporters. Reporters. And anchors and hosts. Does this sound like news to you? Senior White House correspondent on Good Morning America Today, Cecilia Vega. Hat tip newsbusters. Cut to go.
7: Let me just give you some perspective here. This so-called national emergency actually really represents about 0.06% of all the undocumented people already in this country. So we are talking about a very small fraction of people here. But the president is hoping that this is a winning strategy, the same strategy. This
1: is a news reporter. This is the White House correspondent, the senior White House correspondent for ABC News. Good morning, America. Go ahead.
7: In The White House to help give Republicans an edge in the midterms, and that strategy is stoking fears about immigration.
1: There you go. This is also an attack on you, you see, because you're so stupid that the president is able to cause you to be fearful and scared. You're so stupid, you can't process what's actually taking place. And besides, it's only 0.06% of all undocumented people already in this country. The irony is that there's so many illegal aliens in this country, 7,000 or whatever the number is marching to our southern border to this report is simply no big deal. Peter Alexander, another White House correspondent, this time on the Today Show, that would be NBC, had tip, newsbusters, cut three, go.
4: Yes, Savannah, you're right. I mean, what's striking here is the economy's strong, unemployment is low, but instead of talking about his achievements these days, the president really is leaning into this message of fear. Of
1: fear. Stop. This is another journalist. So instead of talking about the economy, which, of course, the media never talk about, instead of talking about the economy, which the media could care less about, the president is stoking. He's, uh, He's leaning into his message of fear. Not law and order, mind you. Of course, it is law and order, but it's fear, you see. Go ahead. The argument
4: focuses on stoking these fears of illegal immigration, MS-13, shadowy Middle Eastern Let's just
1: wait a minute. I happen to live in a community where MS-13 is a huge problem. Maybe these people don't. But MS-13 is a huge and growing problem in a lot of states and metropolitan areas. It's no joke. It's MS-13 that stokes fear, not the president of the United States. Go ahead.
4: It's what he's been trying to do recently to try to motivate his base of support, his voters. To now stop,
1: say- see, it's all about motivating you because you see, ladies and gentlemen, unless you are absolutely emotionally out of your minds, you're not going to vote. You're not going to vote. And yet, is not immigration a key issue? Is it not an important issue? It may not be an important issue to phony journalists, to phony anchors, to phony hosts, to phony reporters. But it is an important issue to men and women who go to work every day, try to raise their families, and live in communities that are exposed to this. It is to people who break their ass every day paying their property taxes, and in some states where we have income taxes, most states... And so much of that money goes to individuals who are here illegally. It matters to people who are construction workers. It matters to people who are truck drivers and taxi drivers. It matters to people who work with their hands. Many people who work with their hands. None of these reporters work with their hands, at least not above the table. Go ahead.
4: Democrats from winning back the House or the Senate or both. Obviously, what's crucial in this circumstance here is that the president recognizes that he
1: is up against a wall right here. This is a reporter. Now, Gloria Borger is on CNN today, utterly and completely predictable. But we need to hear from Gloria Borger. Because she's on CNN all the time. Cut for go.
4: You know, I'm old enough to remember 2016 and this is this is 2016. All notice over they again. keep
1: bringing up many of them 2016. Because they believe it was an illegitimate election by all of us stupid people who came out and voted for Trump because we're racists, we're xenophobes, we're homophobes and on and on and on. Just notice how they keep trashing you. Even more than Trump, it's you. This is 2016 all over again. An illegitimate election. Illegitimate issues. Look at this. Look at the race baiting. Look what's going on. Race baiting. You have thousands of people who've told us what they plan to do marching to our border. They're from Honduras and El Salvador and Guatemala and other countries. It's no race baiting. They're identified. Race baiting is what we saw during the Kavanaugh hearings by the left, the Democrats, and the media. Go ahead. And Republicans are
4: feeling good because if you start with Kavanaugh and then you, you know, something switched after Kavanaugh and the president is now on the campaign trail, rallying up the base, getting them out to vote. And you see in the poll numbers that suddenly Republican voters are almost as energized as Democrats. Not quite. But almost as energized as Democrats were, as before this, before this fear
1: mongering, before this. Before this fear mongering, Kavanaugh, how are we fear mongering? And how's the president fear mongering now? He's plain spoken, just like Harry Truman. He's explaining what's taking place. There's an invasion taking place. 7,000 people who wish to come across the border illegally. What the hell do you call it? A parade? Go ahead. They were
4: like, okay, I'm going to sit at home. And what Trump is doing is getting them out to vote by telling them, if you don't, you should be very, very scared.
1: You're an idiot. Absolute buffoon. And notice none of these people. None of these people live in the areas that are most affected by these immigration policies, or I should say, these illegal um, policies, uh, uh, actions that are taking place. None of them. Not one of them. Senator Ben Cardin, he's a complete buffoon out of Maryland, one-party state in many respects. Of course, he's on CNN today, too. Now, tell me if he doesn't sound like one of these so-called reporters or anchors or hosts on CNN. Cut five, go.
6: Well, you know, uh, President Trump clearly uh, uh, appeals to some of the worst uh, fears in America, uh, some of the worst uh, behaviors. So- First of
1: all, can this guy talk? Good job, Marilyn. Go ahead.
6: Yes, I am concerned that it it, it does get a group of people with nationalist sentiments.
1: So nationalist nationalists, what do they mean are Nazis? You see, you're a neo-Nazi with nationalist sentiments. You're a neo-Nazi. If you say secure the damn border, we're a sovereign nation. Come through the front door. Follow our immigration laws that you idiots in Congress passed. Uphold the rules. Uh, you must be a neo-Nazi and a racist. He, he, he's appealing to, uh, you know, the, uh, the nationalist sentiments. It's appealing to the rule of law. Go ahead. Not
6: what America stands for. The America doesn't
1: uh, stand for the rule of law? This guy's a lawmaker. He ought to be a lawbreaker. Go ahead.
6: The truth when he talks about the people that are in the caravan. It's not a
1: caravan. Is- it's not a parade. It's an invasion. Caravan. Like it's some kind of uh, Halloween parade. Or, hey, look at this caravan. That's quite a caravan. Not a caravan. Go ahead.
6: Presented, uh, the, the immigrant community here in America as far as their uh, violations of laws so he has made a case by misstating facts shut fa- up you
1: idiot there you are United States Senator I'll be right back
8: Mark Levin
1: to hear what the Democrats said 20 years ago. In some cases, 15 years ago. Fear-mongering racists, neo-Nazis, obviously. Here's a montage. It's about just a few minutes. How much time do I have, Rich? Well, let's not use that one. Let's start with Bill Clinton's 1995 State of the Union. Cut 17, go.
9: All Americans... Not only in the states most heavily affected, but in every place in this country are rightly disturbed by the large numbers of illegal aliens entering our country. Oh. The jobs they hold might otherwise be held by citizens or legal immigrants. The public service they use impose burdens on our taxpayers. No. That's why our administration has moved aggressively to secure our borders more, by hiring a record number of new border guards, oh. by deporting twice as many criminal aliens as ever before, by cracking down on illegal hiring, by. Boy, sounds welfare. like
1: Donald Trump, doesn't he? Oh my goodness, racist, neo-Nazi, obviously. Go ahead.
9: To illegal aliens. In the budget I will present to you, we will try to do more to speed the deportation of illegal aliens who are arrested for crimes. To better identify illegal aliens in the workplace. You hear this,
1: Latinos? Democrat Party goes either way. They'll use you like they've used African Americans, like they've used poor white people in the rural areas of the country. Uh, this is a Democrat Party that uses race. The Democrat Party that was the party of slavery and segregation. The Democrat Party that was the party of Jim Crow and poll taxes and literacy tests. Now it's the Democrat Party that attacks old white people and wants to use Latinos and African-Americans to hold onto power. It's the same party. It's the party of power, centralizing government, anti-constitutionalist. Go ahead.
9: ...headed by former Congresswoman Barbara Jordan. We are a nation of immigrants, but we are also a nation of laws. It is wrong and ultimately cheating for a nation of immigrants to permit the kind of abuse of our immigration laws we have seen in recent years, mm. and we must do more to stop
0: it. Oh.
1: I don't remember the media calling him racist, fear-mongering, scary. I don't remember that. Do you? Here's Obama on illegal immigration. A little over 10 years ago. Cut 18, go.
8: We all agree on the need to better secure the border, and to punish employers who choose to hire illegal immigrants. Uh, you know, we are a generous and Wait welcoming people.
1: Wait a minute. People. Excuse me. Undocumented immigrants. Isn't that the line now? Undocumented. That Obama. Racist, neo-Nazi language like that is very off-putting. Go ahead.
8: United States, but those who enter the country illegally, and those who employ them disrespect the rule of law. Uh, and they are...
1: Oh, the rule of law? Well, I just heard Gloria Borger, whatever the hell her name is, and I heard them over Today Show and Good Morning America, and all the rest of them telling us, no, 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 no. This is fear-mongering. This is race-baiting. Barack Melhouse Benito Obama,
8: go ahead. ...regard for those who are following the law. Uh, we simply cannot allow people to pour into the United States undetected undocumented, unchecked, and circumventing the line of people who are waiting patiently, diligently, and lawfully uh, to become immigrants in this country.
1: Anybody remember the media trashing him for those comments when he was a United States senator? Anybody? Of course not. How about Bill Clinton? Anybody remember the media trashing him in 1995? Of course not. More when I return. Go to BrickHouseLevin.com, BrickHouse, L-E-V-I-N.com, offer code
0: LEVIN. This is Liberty's 911 Hotline, The Mark Levin Show. Call in now at 877-381-3811. You know, I
1: enjoy helping you, my listeners, like Nathaniel, who owed the IRS tens of thousands in back taxes. He told the IRS he didn't have the money to pay, but it didn't matter to the IRS. They put a lien on his home anyway. Nathaniel heard how much I respect Optima tax relief, so he engaged them. Optima got the IRS to designate Nathaniel's case as CNC status, currently not collectible. Now, that's a big win because it basically says no use pursuing our client. There's nothing to be gained here. Optima kept fighting on Nathaniel's behalf until the IRS agreed to a deal that saved him thousands and resolved his tax debt for good. Optima knows that behind every tax problem are honest, hardworking Americans with families, homes, savings, and paychecks that need protection. They've resolved over half a billion dollars in tax debt for clients. If you owe back taxes to the IRS, don't call any of the others. Call the best. Call my friends at Optima Tax Relief. They have the tax lawyers. They have the accountants. They have the the former IRS officials. They know exactly what they're doing. They are geared up with the best. 800-499-6300. 800-499-6300. 800-499-6300. All right. Let us now move back as we expose the Democrats, expose the media, And we're going to expose more in a moment. No, not like that. Now you recall Harry Reid, the famous 41 seconds of Harry Reid on the Senate floor in 1933. It's really not that long ago. I meant 1993, although you wonder with him. 1993, cut 19, go.
4: If making it easy to be an illegal alien isn't enough, how about offering a reward for being an illegal immigrant? No no sane country would do that right guess again if you break our laws by entering this country without permission and give birth to a child we reward that child with u.s. citizenship and guarantee of full access to all public and social services this society provides and that's a lot of services is it any wonder that two-thirds of the babies born at taxpayer expense country-county run hospitals in los angeles are born to illegal
1: alien mothers. Wow, again, I don't remember the media trashing him, do you? Or the phrase racist or neo-Nazi being thrown around? And named at his supporters, do you? Of course not. Here's a montage put together some time ago by my buddy Sean uh, on flip-flopping uh, Democrats. In particular, you'll hear uh, Chuck Schumer Cut sixteen. Go.
5: People who enter the United States without our permission are illegal aliens, and illegal aliens should now not. See, be
1: tra- see, now they use the phrase "illegal alien." Today, you're not allowed to use that phrase. You're just not allowed. Why? Because the left says we're not allowed to use it. The media, the Democrats, academia, Hollywood—we're not allowed to use phrases that they ban. So we're not allowed to say "illegal alien." They were saying it up ten years ago, thirteen years ago, twenty years ago. These people are aliens, and they're here illegally. Illegal aliens. No, 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 you don't understand. They're undocumented. Just preposterous. And it's preposterous how they control the narrative. Go ahead.
5: People who enter the United States without our permission are illegal aliens, and illegal aliens should not be treated the same as people who entered the U.S. legally. The president's decision to end DACA was heartless, and it was brainless. <laughs> When we use phrases like undocumented workers, we convey a message to the American people that their government is not serious about combating illegal immigration. Hundreds, hundreds of thousands of families will be ripped apart. If you don't think it's illegal, you're not gonna say it. I think it is illegal and wrong. Tens of thousands of American businesses will lose hard-working employees. A biometric-based employer verification system with tough enforcement and auditing is necessary to significantly diminish the job magnet that attracts illegal aliens to the United States. They may have known no other country but ours and have voluntarily registered themselves. All illegal aliens present in the United States on the date of enactment of our bill must quickly register their presence with the United States government. It's amazing
1: all these liberal Democrat racists, isn't it? All these old white supremacist types using phrases, you know, like, like they're appealing to nationalist instincts. Go ahead.
5: It's imminent deportation.
7: And the argument there, Mr. President, this is, Bernie is Sanders. Americans don't want to do the work. We just can't find American workers to do the work. Mr. President, that is a crock in many instances. It's just not true. In my view, Trump's decision to end the DACA program for some 800,000 young people is the cruelest and most ugly presidential act in the modern history of this country, I cannot think of one single act which is uglier and more cruel. We have all been educated that economics is about supply and demand. If you don't get the workers you want, you raise wages and you raise benefits. You don't simply open the door and bring in other workers at low wages. So I believe absolutely that we have to move aggressively toward comprehensive immigration reform. I will end the deportations. Yeah. Poverty is increasing, and if wages are going down, I don't know why we need millions of people to be coming into this country as guest workers who will work for lower wages than American workers and drive wages down even lower than they are right now.
3: But we have to send a clear message, just because your child gets across the border, that doesn't mean the child gets to stay. So we don't want to send a message that is contrary to uh, our laws or will encourage more children to make that dangerous journey. So I will fight for comprehensive immigration reform and a path to citizenship. I will fight to stop partisan attacks on the executive actions that would put DREAMers including those with us today at risk of deportation. And if Congress continues to refuse to act as president, I would do everything possible under the law to go even further. We've got to do several things, and I am, you know, adamantly against illegal immigrants. People have to stop employing illegal immigrants. Come up to Westchester, go to Suffolk and Nassau counties, stand in the street corners in Brooklyn or the Bronx. You're going to see loads of people waiting to get picked up, to go do yard work and construction work and domestic work. You know, it, this is not a problem that the people who are coming into the country are solely responsible for. They Senators- wouldn't be coming if we didn't put them to work. My proposal will keep families together and it will include a path to citizenship.
8: The number of immigrants added to the labor force every year is of a magnitude not seen in this country for over a century. If this huge influx of mostly low skilled workers provides some benefits to the economy as a whole, it also threatens to depress further the wages of blue-collar Americans and puts strains on an already overburdened safety net. Immigrants aren't the principal reason wages haven't gone up. There are those in the immigrants' rights community who have argued passionately that we should simply provide those who are illegally with legal status or at least ignore the laws on the books and put an end to deportation until we have better laws but i believe such an indiscriminate approach would be both unwise and unfair it would suggest to those thinking about coming here illegally that there will be no repercussions for such a decision and this could lead to a surge in more illegal immigration these are students their teachers their doctors their lawyers they are Americans in every way, but on paper. Those who enter the country illegally and those who employ them disrespect the rule of law, uh, and they are showing disregard for those who are following the law. Uh, We simply cannot allow people to pour into the United States undetected, undocumented, unchecked, and circumventing the line of people who are waiting patiently, diligently, and lawfully Uh, ...to become immigrants. Real reform means establishing a responsible pathway to earn citizenship. So you see,
1: ladies and gentlemen, the media changed their position. The Democrats changed their position. They work hand in glove. They work hand in glove. The media, the mouthpiece for the progressive movement, and the Democrats, the activist base for the progressive movement... You heard Obama, Bernie Sanders, Chuck Schumer, Bill Clinton, Hillary Clinton, Harry Reid. These are not just any Democrats. These are leaders. Bill Clinton was president. Obama was president. Schumer's the the Democrat leader in the Senate. Sanders is the leading progressive. Harry Reid, of course, was the Democrat leader in the Senate. What changed over a period of a few years Well, the objectives of the Democrat Party and the left changed. They used to be protectionists trying to protect the AFL-CIO and all the the unions under that umbrella. Then the AFL-CIO and many of the unions under that umbrella, not all, decided that in order to increase their members, they needed to tap into immigration, and particularly illegal immigration. And that way they could increase their dues. Democrats also figured out Amnesty after amnesty after amnesty leads to citizenship after citizenship after citizenship, and they're counting on 70% of people who come in here illegally, eventually being citizens and voting for them. There was a report out the other day The Democrats are concerned that the Latino vote won't turn out as they expect. The Democrat Party is not a united party. The Democrat Party, since FDR, is a party of disparate groups and disparate special interests. That's why it'll never give up on LGB and so forth. That's why it'll never give up on race. That's why it'll never give up on uh, income redistribution. It can't, or it ceases to have a purpose. It cannot exist. It cannot exist. And in order to get their base out, these disparate groups, disparate special interests, it has to keep banging the pots and pans. And the media... That's the institution through which it's done. Now, the media didn't trash any of these six individuals at any time about any of their positions in immigration. Now, if Good Morning America truly was doing a news segment, if the Today Show was truly doing a news segment, if CNN was truly doing a news segment, they'd be doing exactly what I just did. But it's all Trump, Trump, Trump. Trump, you see, is fear-mongering. Trump is politicizing. And yet, look at these Democrats. And look at the media. The media takes sides. The media advocates for certain policies and positions. And it's not just CNN and not just MSNBC. There's some of them on Fox, too. It's true. One more. I don't have time for it until we come back after the break. The great Barbara Jordan in 1995. I've played it before, but I want to close the circle since this is now a hot issue uh, for the media to try and trash the president and even more trash the president's supporters. Because they fear. What do they say? Another 2016 election. We can't have that, you know. I'll be right back. Mark
8: Levin.
1: The left does what's expedient for the left's power and glory. The conservative defends our founding principles. The left doesn't give a damn about our founding principles. Now, they'll say they do, but they don't. The left doesn't give a damn about our founding principles. Look look how unserious the left is when it comes to immigration. First they want to secure the border, then they want to deport people. Now they don't vote to secure the border, now they don't want to deport people. How does that change in 10, 15, 20 years? Well, they've decided that the way to gain power, keep power, enhance power, is to change the citizenry and to change the voter. And if you object, then you're attacked. If you object to their anti-capitalist degrowth efforts, they call it climate change, you're attacked. That you deny science, even though they pervert science. If you oppose the destruction of our health care system, what was and has been the greatest health care system on the face of the earth, then you're attacked. As somebody who doesn't believe people should have access to quality health care. And it goes on and on and on. If you believe in a strong military, then you're obviously a colonialist and an imperialist. If you believe in strong and backing law enforcement, well, obviously you're anti-minority. You can't even have legitimate debates with these people. And the reason is because their ideology is illegitimate. It's a dangerous, dangerous ideology. And now that I've been sleeping on my Casper mattress for several years, I'd pick it over every mattress I ever had. It helps me get the best night's sleep, period. Once you try your Casper, you're going to love it. Casper is a high-quality mattress at an affordable price. I sleep cool and comfortably every night. It's beautiful fall now. Thanks to the unique combination of foams that provide the right pressure relief and alignment. Casper ships right to your door for free in a small, how did they package it like that, size box. And it really is amazing. They've completely changed this industry. Now they'll even pick it up, that is your mattress, if you don't love it, and refund you everything. So just take your existing mattress, you think you love it, take it, lean it against the wall, get your Casper. From its engineering to its packaging, to letting you try it for over three months, a hundred nights, It's no wonder Casper has over 35,000 five-star reviews of all their products across Casper, Google, and Amazon. Put Casper to the test in your own home for 100 nights risk-free. Go to Casper.com. Use code Mark for $50 towards the purchase of select mattresses. That's Casper.com, code Mark, for $50 towards the purchase of select mattresses. Casper.com, code Mark. Terms and conditions apply. All right. Barbara Jordan was a congresswoman, I believe, from Houston or the Houston area, a lovely, lovely person, a liberal, but a very sensible liberal. I know that sounds like a contradiction in terms, but, you know, not like the whack jobs like uh, Adam Schiff or uh, Maxine Waters or that sort. No, she was a very, very thoughtful person. And I want you to listen to what she said. She was the chairperson of the commission that was looking into immigration in 1995, and they issued a a really terrific report. And here, in part, is what she had to say about it. Go ahead.
3: We recognize that there are costs as well as benefits to legal immigration, and some of the costs are associated with the impact of immigrants on localities. To which they migrate in disproportionately large numbers.
1: Now, let's stop right there. She's even talking about legal immigration, not even illegal immigration. And she's raising some significant issues respecting legal immigration. Okay, go ahead.
3: You know that you can look at a map of the country and identify where there's a concentration of immigrants. When immigrants are less well-educated and less skilled, they may pose economic hardships for the most vulnerable of Americans, particularly those who are unemployed or underemployed. Immigrants sometimes utilize public service services disproportionately as in the case of elderly immigrants.
1: Alright, and she, she goes on and in, in beautiful eloquence as she talks about this and that's why that'll never be played on msnbc or cnn never be played on abc cbs or nbc never played on the today show or good morning america or any of the rest of it i'll be right back 833 Ring B H N. Get 15% off your first order with promo code Levin. That's brickhouse, L E V I N.com, or call 833 Ring B H N, promo code Levin. He's here.
0: He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post. In the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello,
1: everybody. Mark Levin here. Our num- number 877 381 3811. 381 3811. All right. We had to cut off the Barbara Jordan clip in the middle and i don't want to do that she was a very classy lady very sharp she was head of this commission on immigration and providing policy advice in 1995 it's not that long ago a little over 20 years ago and i would ask ben cardin if he thinks that barbara jordan was a racist with nationalist tendencies I would ask Cecilia Vega, Senior White House Correspondent on Good Morning America, the same thing. I would ask Peter Alexander, White House Correspondent on Today Show. I would ask Gloria Bolger on the CNN on Today Show. Uh, Excuse me, on that show. Mika Brzezinski, John Berman, Allison Camerata, Jeff Zeleny, Carl Bernstein, Kate Bolden, Joe Scarborough. Who's out of sync here, ladies and gentlemen? Who has no morals? Who has no principles? It is the people I just listed. They all say the same thing. They all say the same thing. But here's what Barbara Jordan said in 1995. Cut 20, go.
3: We recognize that there are costs as well as benefits to legal immigration, and some of the costs are associated with the impact of immigrants on localities to which they migrate in disproportionately large numbers. I want
1: to remind you that she's talking about legal immigrants. Illegal immigrants, she had absolutely no tolerance for the notion of illegal immigrants, Barbara Jordan. Democrat, liberal from Houston. And honestly, look what's taking place in Los Angeles today with these tent cities. It's incredible. And you're not even allowed to point it out. You're not even allowed to say we're importing, in many respects, the culture of the third world. Because the left and the institutions that they control, many of them, if not most of them, doesn't support Assimilation. It supports tribalization and and balkanization. Why? For the reason I said last hour. That's what the Democrat Party is. It is is a, a loose confederacy of disparate parts. Based on race. Based on faith. The lack of faith. Based on genitalia. What you do with your genitalia. And on and on and on. When you really think about it, the institution of the Democrat Party is so contrary to Americanism. And if I had one piece of advice to the President, of course he doesn't care what I have to say, I'm just saying, rather than nationalist, call yourself an Americanist if you wish. I don't know if I'm coining the term or not, because that's what you mean. When you say putting America first, making America great again. Nationalist is somebody who believes in a big, powerful, centralized government. The national government. But we're Americans, right? We're not government citizens. We're American citizens. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Go ahead.
3: You know that you can look at a map of the country and identify where there's a concentration of immigrants. When immigrants are less well-educated and less skilled, they may pose economic hardships... ...for the most vulnerable of Americans, particularly those who are unemployed or underemployed. Immigrants sometimes utilize public service services disproportionately, as in the case of elderly immigrants. What the Commission is concerned about are the unskilled workers in our society in an age in which unskilled workers have far too few opportunities open to them, and to which welfare reform will require thousands to find more jobs, and the Commission sees no justification to the continued entry of unskilled foreign workers unless the rationale for their admission otherwise serves a significant national interest, as does the admission of nuclear family members and refugees.
1: And let me stop there. What she says earlier, and I don't have time to play the whole thing, is we should prioritize the entrance legally of nuclear families and real refugees, not poor people from the third world, not illiterate people from the third world, not 20-year-old men from the third world. That's what she said. That's what she said. She'd be a pariah today in the the, uh, Democrat Party because the Democrat Party has lost all sense of responsibility, all of its moorings. Go ahead.
3: Under the uh, commission's recommendations, then, professionals with at least a baccalaureate degree and skilled, experienced workers would qualify. We have... Come to firm conclusions, however, on one aspect of the uh, temporary worker policy. The Commission believes that a large-scale agricultural guest worker program, sometimes referred to as a revisiting of the Bracero Agreement, is not in our national interest. We na- unanimously and strongly believe that such a program would be a grievous mistake.
1: Now, listen to that. John McCain used to run around and talk about, uh, we need immigrants in this country to pick lettuce, is what I think he said. Who else is going to pick lettuce? And here you can see Barbara Jordan saying, on behalf of the commission in 1995, the worst thing we can do is bring in temporary workers who work in agriculture. It's the worst thing we can do. And yet this is what the Chamber of Commerce in the United States pushes for. This is what our friend Lindsey Graham pushes for. This is now what the Democrat Party uniformly pushes for. The poorer, the better. The more illiterate, the better. The more people can get into the welfare system, the better. Because they're voters, eventually. What did I just say at the top of this segment? The left does what's expedient for itself. We conservatives are trying to defend and promote our founding principles. Go ahead.
3: I urge private industry, churches, community groups, volunteer groups, individuals to redouble their efforts to provide English language instruction and civics education to immigrants.
1: Now, see, she's pushing for assimilation. English and civics.
3: When is the last
1: time you heard Chuck Schumer say that? When is the last time you heard Bernie Sanders say that? When is the last time you've heard any of these so-called journalists who are providing their opinions, their radical left opinions, or any of their guests say the same thing? Learn English and learn civics in America. They don't. Go ahead.
3: I remind immigrants that they too have a responsibility.
1: Now wait. That's the first time I've heard that in years. You mean the people marching to our border who, Barbara Jordan, are illegal aliens trying to get into the country once they do. They have a responsibility
3: to? Really? Wow. Go ahead. They have responsibility to embrace the common core of American civic culture, civic values, and institutions.
1: Wow. Stop right there. You're coming into this country, put the damn flag down from your other country that you say you're escaping, because it sucks. You're coming into our country, you pick up our flag. You embrace our culture, you embrace our language. Otherwise, what's the point? That's what she's saying. It's such common sense. But when you're dealing with a political party that tells you that your biological genitalia really is not a determinant on what your genitalia is. It's what your mind thinks it is. You know we're dealing with a collectively, truly sick operation here. Go ahead. Well, that's it. Now, some of the news people out there, they like to claim they're for news by attacking Trump, you see. That that way they can show that they're truly objective. They're not partisan, you know. There was an excellent piece a couple years ago, almost to the day, in the Daily Wire, which is an excellent site, uh, started and founded by our buddy Ben Shapiro. Good man. It was by Aaron Bandler. Now, I don't mean to cause any issues. I don't mean to provoke anything. But when we return, I want to go through this. The nine things you need to know about illegal immigration and crime. Hello. Hello about illegal immigration and crime. I'll be right back.
8: Mark Lubin.
1: What we need to understand, ladies and gentlemen, is that the media as a collective supports illegal immigration. That the media as a collective supports socialism. That the media as a collective supports the evisceration of the United States military. That the media as a collective supports the Democrat Party. That the media as a collective supports activist judges. That the media as a collective supports the attack on American history. What else do you take from this? And they go on and on about freedom of the press, like you and I are somehow threatening freedom of the press, like Donald Trump is somehow threatening the freedom of the press. It was John Adams, one of our truly great founders, and his party, the Whigs, that passed the Alien and Sedition Act, with emphasis On the sedition part. Who locked up reporters, so-called. Or threatened them. It was Woodrow Wilson in 1918. I bet you didn't know. That he and his party pushed through another sedition act in 1918. Because we know the left and the Democrats are such supporters of uh, liberty and individualism in the Constitution wasn't Trump. And we could go on. It was Barack Obama who sicked the FBI on the AP and Fox News. And the New York Times. James Risen. And James Rosen. Oh, yes. Trump merely calls them out for what they are. And he calls them out by name. Nobody can seriously conclude that Don Lemon is any kind of journalist or reporter. He's a buffoon. Nobody can seriously argue that Brian Stelter is any kind of reporter or journalist. He's a buffoon. And you go right down the list. Right down the list. Now, nine things you need to know about illegal immigration and crime. This is two years ago, The Daily Wire, by Aaron Bandler. Number one, federal, state, and local governments keep data involving illegal immigration and crime out of the public purview. Fox News reported in 2015 that a source from Immigration and Customs Enforcement, ICE, and I love ICE, I've said that, quote, that comprehensive statistics on illegal immigrant crime are not available from the federal government and suggested contacting county, state, and federal jail and prison systems individually to compose a tally, a process that would encompass thousands of local governments. So in other words, it's the official position of the federal government not to provide you with the crime statistics. Not to track it. They track everything, except that. Number two, available evidence suggests that illegals are in fact more likely to commit crimes than the rest of the population. Fox News sorted through myriad local, state and federal statistics and found that illegal immigrants are three times as likely to be convicted of murder as members of the general population and account for far more crimes than their 3.5 percent share of the U.S. population would suggest. Now, why isn't this information reported today? On Good Morning America, on the Today Show, by Shep Smith, by Wolf Blitzer. Why not? The percentage of illegals committing the number of crimes are as follows. According to Fox, 13.6% of those sentenced for all committed crimes in the country, 12% of murder sentences, 16% of trafficking sentences. Number three, this is the Daily Wire. Almost 50% of federal crimes were committed near the Mexico border. A report from the Department of Justice in 2014 found the following via Judicial Watch. And it gives these specific statistics. Number four, illegal immigrants account for nearly 75% of federal drug sentences in 2014. This is according to the United States Sentencing Commission, which also found that illegals were involved in nearly 17% of drug trafficking sentences and over 33% of federal sentences overall. Mark, how do you know these people are committing crimes? Well, I don't know about specific individuals, but these are the statistics. I thought big government leftists like statistics. Number five, a disproportionate amount of illegals are in state prisons. Peter Kersenow, a member of the U.S. Commission on Civil Rights and a lawyer, reviewed statistics from the Government Accountability Office and Pew Research Center and compared the number of illegals and non-illegals in prison for murder-related offenses in a 2015 National Review piece. Some of the findings. There are almost 70,000 illegal aliens in prison for every 100,000 illegals in Arizona. Let me correct that. There were 68.57 illegal aliens imprisoned for every 100,000 illegals in Arizona compared to 54.06 citizens and legal non-citizens. And it goes on, but you can imagine what the statistics are. Personnel acknowledged that while comparing murder-incarceration rates isn't a perfect measurement, it's difficult to contend that illegal aliens are more law-abiding than legal residents, at least when it comes to major crimes. But the more disturbing fact was the approximately 2,430 illegal aliens who are in prison just for homicide-related offenses in California alone. Number six, tens of thousands of criminal illegals have been released by ICE and are at large in the country. In 2015, ICE released almost 20,000 illegals that committed 64,000 crimes that involved over 12,000 drunken driving convictions, 1,728 cases of assault, 216 kidnappings, and more than 200 homicide or manslaughter convictions. And this is why when you have a fool like the uh, mayor of uh, Tallahassee, Gillum, who says that they will not turn over convicted incarcerated, and then freed illegal aliens to be deported by ICE. They will not turn them over to ICE. You understand that, Florida? You understand what I'm talking about? You've got a radical kook who wants to be your governor. I've got more when I return. With a daily fake news dump pouring through your TV, mobile phones and computers, you may have missed some real news like the recent study in the journal Cell Metabolism. With Field of Greens. Go to BrickHouseLevin.com, BrickHouseLevin.com, offer code Levin.
2: America's most powerful conservative voice. The Mark Levin Show. Dial in now. 877-381-3811. When is the last time,
1: when is the first time CNN or MSNBC or any of these uh, left-wing phony uh, news outlets actually looked at the statistics of the populations in the various federal and state prison systems to figure out who's who? They dare not look. They dare not look. They can see the statistics. They can work it through. They spend a lot of money on fluff and so forth. Instead, we get propaganda. Well, how can you prove that this is this? Or how can you prove that is that? You're a news entity. If you're going to make an assertion, like, for instance, well, illegal aliens don't commit any more crimes than, uh, you know, American citizens do. Can you prove otherwise? No. You're making the assertion. Show us. I'm making the opposite assertion. That illegal aliens, as a percentage, commit more crimes than American citizens do. So why do we deny that fact? Obama, I follow science. In fact, no, you don't. Neither do the media. CNN, go look at the state prison systems. Go look at the federal prison system. And tell us about the populations. How many are legal immigrants? How many are illegal immigrants? How many are American citizens? Go ahead. They'll never do it. They'll never do it. When's the last time you saw a program on any of these news outlets, so-called, on the cost of illegal immigration to local communities, schools, hospitals, law enforcement? They don't do those stories. Instead, we get the same thing over and over again. Don't these people have a right to come here? <coughs> Don't they have a right to have a better life? What are you, a racist? What do you want to, you want to stop them? What are you going to do? Round them up? you are going to round them all up? Is that what you're going to do? That's what we get from the so-called news. You know, it's not smart job sites that overwhelm you with tons of the wrong resumes. But you know what is smart? ZipRecruiter.com slash Levin. L-E-V-I-N. Unlike other job sites, ZipRecruiter doesn't wait for candidates to find you. ZipRecruiter finds them for you. It's powerful. Matching technology scans thousands of resumes. Identifies people with the right skills, education, and experience for your job. And actively invites them to apply. They're proactive. So you get qualified candidates fast. Fast. No more sorting through the wrong resumes. Anybody can do that. No more waiting for the right candidates to apply. Anybody can do that. It's no wonder that ZipRecruiter is rated number one by employers in the United States. Number one. And the rating comes from hiring sites on Trustpilot with over 1,000 reviews. And right now, you, my listeners, you can try ZipRecruiter for free at the exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash Levin. That's ziprecruiter.com slash L E V I N, ziprecruiter.com slash Levin, ziprecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Now let's finish the nine things you need to know about illegal aliens and crime. Raw number seven. The rise in illegals crossing the border has fueled gang violence. In March, the Daily Quarter, uh, Caller reported that the barbaric MS-13 gang has been recruiting young illegals, resulting in higher crime in the Washington, D.C. area. In fact, Montgomery County in Maryland has seen an unprecedented level of gang-related violence in the last eight months. This was written two years ago. With illegal immigrant youth being responsible for 85% of street robberies, according to IJ Review. Now, in the county I live in... Um, I'm very close to the uh, sheriff's department, and they told me that this MS-13 problem is a significant problem. But you wouldn't know that because when the president raises it, and he's done a lot of work on this issue of MS-13, so has Attorney General Jeff Sessions, so have the U.S. attorneys all across the country. When you raise it, they blow it off. Well, everyone's not MS. Well, what's the big deal? Well, it's only a small number. Yeah, everybody's not MS-13. These insane, inane arguments. and the horrors of MS-13 have extended to the Brentwood community in Long Island, New York and they've committed horrendous crimes in Virginia on Long Island and in other cities the West Coast, around LA number 8, sanctuary cities have hampered law enforcement and cracking down on gangs the great Heather McDonald documented the frustrations of Los Angeles law enforcement officers all the way back in 2004 when they couldn't touch known gang members because of their status as illegals. We can't even talk about it, says a frustrated LAPD captain. People are afraid of a backlash from Hispanics. Another LAPD commander in a predominantly Hispanic gang-infested district size. I would get a firestorm of criticism if I talked about enforcing the immigration law against illegals. The issue is that these gang members tended to sneak back into the country even after they were deported for heinous crimes. And police officers couldn't enforce immigration laws against them and would have to resort to surveilling these gang members until they committed crime. Number nine. Crime has also increased among major cities that are immigration hubs. Daily Wire editor-in-chief Ben Shapiro has written, quote, David Frum of The Atlantic, no hardcore immigration opponent, and... uh, Kind of a kook, but anyway, wrote in 2015 that as of 2011, there were 25,000 illegal immigrants serving murder sentences and nearly 3 million offenses committed by illegal immigrants between 2003 and 2009, including 70,000 sex crimes and hundreds of thousands of other violent crimes. After years of welcome decline, From pointed out, crime rates are rising in immigration hubs, including Houston. Milwaukee, Phoenix, San Diego. You got that, Gloria Borger? You idiot. In New York, it was 34%. Arizona, 17.8%. During those years, criminal aliens accounted for 38% of all murder convictions in the five states of California, Texas, Arizona, Florida, and New York, while illegal aliens constituted only 5.6% of the total population in those states. Now, there's no denying the facts. You've got a guy running for governor, Gillum, in Florida that doesn't have a problem with this. Once a criminal illegal alien is released from prison, rather than having a detainer to hold them for the feds to deport them, Gillum says abolish ICE and no, we're not going to work to get a detainer. Now, think about that, Florida. Florida think about that ladies and gentlemen this is the official position of the United States uh, uh, Democratic Party of the Democrat Party it's the official position to abolish ICE it's the official position that localities and states local and state law enforcement should not work with ICE they've smeared ICE ICE isn't even the border patrol ICE protects the interior of the United States From illegal and criminal immigrants. And you're supposed to hate them. Now you know actual facts. If you're watching cable TV. This, the news parts of cable TV so called. You didn't hear any of this. Instead all you heard all day. Today and yesterday was trashing Trump. That's what you've heard. You've heard reporters yell out to Trump, do you know for sure there are terrorists among the 7,000? What kind of a stupid question is that? My response to the reporter is, do you know that every one of these 7,000 haven't committed crimes, that none of them are terrorists? The whole point is they're illegal aliens. They're not going through the vetting process. Well, the president said there are criminals among them. There are terrorists among them. Well, I have no doubt there are. Criminals know what they're doing. Terrorists know what they're doing. Well, we have to wait for them to do something. But that's not even the point. They're not allowed in our country as a matter of federal law. The media do not have the same compassion for American citizens who violate federal law. They don't have the same compassion for American citizens. Who may get their taxes wrong or or maybe violate Obamacare and so forth and so on. What's happened in this country is the Democrat Party and the media have romanticized illegal immigration. They have romanticized illegal aliens. That's the propaganda that's going on in this country. That the illegal immigrant is nobler, better, more hardworking than the American citizen. And these fools in the Democrat Party and some in the Republican Party, but let's be honest, really the Democrat Party is a near monopoly on this with illegal immigration. These fools in the Democrat Party, these fools in the media, these fools in Hollywood, what they're doing to this country is unparalleled. It's unparalleled. We have a president who calls it like it is. We have a president who's trying to address it. His hands are tied by ridiculous laws, his hands are tied by the Democrat party. The media try to beat him down even though they fail. The media desperately wants the Democrats to win this election. All the free media the Democrats get, it's incredible. They desperately want the Democrats to win this election. They reject the results of the 2016 election. Do the media? You even heard this Gloria Bolger on CNN say it's 2016 all over again? <laughs> Shut up, you idiot! We know the vast majority of these people are Democrats and liberals. Poll after poll has shown it, and they can no longer conceal their ideology. But what kind of people, what kind of citizens root for illegal aliens to come into your country? And they don't know if there's any terrorists, and they don't know if there's any criminals. What kind of journalists do this sort of thing? Frauds and phonies, that's what do this sort of thing. I'll be right back. Mark Levin. I told you, uh, each program, this week and next week, I will bring in, be bringing on at least one individual who I strongly uh, feel needs to be re-elected in order to hold the Senate or hold the House. Um, some are more conservative than others, uh, but there's a reason why I'm backing one or the other. And uh, this evening, in Hour 3, we'll be bringing uh, Dave Brett. On the program, who is a solid conservative outside of Richmond, and he's in a hell of a race with a left-wing kook. Uh, but, of course, the media don't like uh, Dave Brett. The rhinos don't like Dave Brett because he uh, knocked out... Uh, what was that guy's name? History is a funny thing. Eric Cantor, yes. Mr. Nobody. Um, but in any event, there's my beautiful wife. Um... Renee from Boulder, Colorado, raves about the brand new Genesel Sunspot Corrector. Here's what she said. I love the Genesel Sunspot Corrector. It's my go-to product every day. I have sunspots and aid spots and can see a definite difference in my skin since using it. Watch your sunspots, age spots, and even red inflamed patches vanish right before your very eyes. And just like Renee, you click or call right now. You'll get the Genocel Sunspot Corrector absolutely free just for trying Genesel for bags and puffiness. Watch those stubborn, uh, stubborn sunspots vanish now before you get busy with the holidays. And those bags and puffiness, gone. And for results in less than 12 hours, the Genesel Immediate Effects is also yours, free. Go to Genesel.com right now, or better yet, call 800-SKIN-604-800-SKIN-604. Order this week and receive Chamonix Luxury Microdermabrasion, also free, reju- Rejuvenate and uh, unclock Pores for Instantly Radiant Baby Soft Skin. Order right now and shipping is also free. That's a lot of free stuff and it's very, very good for you. Call 800-SKIN-604-800-SKIN-604 or go to Genesel.com, that's 800-SKIN-604. Now you'll notice... We've almost finished our second hour, two thirds of the program, and I've been discussing the same general topic for two hours. Immigration, illegal immigration, the Democrats, the media, the president of the United States. It takes that long to sort this out. That is the the benefit of this format. This format, in my view, is not how many issues can I hit in three hours and how many guests can I have in three hours? That's not it you got to dig into a subject. That's, that's why this is such an outstanding format. Dig into it and unravel it. And look how much, those of you who've stayed with us for the last two hours, look how much we've gone through. Look at all the hypocrites we've exposed. Look at the media we've exposed. Look at the information you've received, the facts and the statistics. This is very, very important. We have an election coming up in two weeks. There's a great deal at stake. The one man, the President of the United States, who controls the executive branch is trying, trying to protect us, trying to do the right thing. And they want to destroy him. And if they take the House, they're not just interested in changing policies. They're interested in destroying the President of the United States, destroying his businesses, destroying his family. They're going to block everything he wants to do. You know who's rooting for the Democrats to win this election? China. Russia. Iran. Cuba. North Korea. They are rooting for the Democrat Party to win the House. They are rooting for impeachment. They're rooting for the Democrat policies. Soft on foreign policy. Soft on the United States military. Appeasement in the face of aggression. You know who else is rooting for the Democrats? Hamas. That's right, I said it. Hezbollah. Syria. Obama didn't go into Syria and blow up those, uh, those gas sites. That was Trump who did that. Obama didn't move the Israeli embassy to Jerusalem. It was Trump who did that. All the enemies that we have, everyone I can think of, is rooting for the Democrats to take the House, are rooting for the Democrats to take the House, Democrats to take it. Now, I know my words will be twisted by the Soros-funded, the Steyer-funded, the left-wing billionaires-funded front groups and think tanks and media sites. Who gives a crap? Sometimes you got to stand for something, and you have to speak out. That's what my parents taught me, and as it gets harder and harder to speak out, as your opponents are more and more poisonous and vicious, you need to speak out more, and you need to stand up more. You have every reason to vote in two weeks. But you must bring friends, family, and coworkers with you. Otherwise, we're going to lose. This election isn't on Trump's head. It's on our head, our collective head it's up to we the people if we're going to tolerate this no branch of the federal government should be ceded to these hardcore leftists no branch of the federal government don't take any solace in these arguments so well we'll hold the senate and they'll get the house BS they shouldn't get the house they shouldn't get the senate they shouldn't get the local dog catcher I'll be right back the Democrats, this election, are also promising Medicare for all. All you folks on Medicare, I want you to listen to me. You really need to pay attention to this. Investors Business Daily nails it. Democrats won't tell voters how radical Medicare for all actually is. You see, ladies and gentlemen, Medicare for all, what they mean by that is Medicare for nobody. Nobody. Remember when Republicans said that Obamacare was designed to fail so Democrats could push single-payer? That was called conspiracy mongering. But guess what? Obamacare is failing. And Democrats are now pushing Medicare for all, quote-unquote, as the solution. You hear these Democrats running for governor, like Gilliam in Florida. You hear them running for the Senate and the House. Medicare for all, Medicare, don't you all love Medicare. The trouble is Democrats aren't telling voters anything about what Medicare for all actually means. Probably because the plan would be the most radical socialization of health care on the planet. Everyone from New York Socialists, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, to Texas Senate candidate Beto O'Rourke, to Florida gubernatorial candidate Gillum, they've called for Medicare for all. This is now the official position Of every Democrat running for the House, every Democrat running for the Senate, every Democrat running for governor. This is their collective position. Now, what would Medicare for all, what would it do? Well, here are the facts. Based on the bills, the actual bills in the House and the Senate, you would lose your existing plan, whatever plan you have, on Medicare, employer plan, It doesn't matter. It would outlaw existing private health insurance, number one. All of it. That includes all employer-provided plans, individually purchased insurance, every single union plan. It also means an end to the increasingly popular private Medicare Advantage insurance plans. All gone. These private insurance plans, seniors have been flocking to specifically to avoid enrolling in existing Medicare plans. If you like your plan, you're guaranteed not to be able to keep it. They will all be outlawed. That's what they mean. I know you didn't hear this on CNN and MSNBC. I know you didn't hear it on Good Morning America or the Today Show. You're hearing it from me through the excellent writing of Investor's Business Daily. Second, Medicare for All will have the government pay all medical costs. There'd be no co or deductibles on anything from doctor visits, surgery and drugs to long-term care, dental and vision. The only thing not covered would be cosmetic surgery. Keep in mind, no other country on the planet does this. Even in socialist countries like Sweden and Denmark... People pay 14 to 15 percent of health costs out of pocket. Canada doesn't cover prescription drugs, and private insurance picks up 13 percent of the country's health care bills. Even in China, people buy private insurance to cover co pays and deductibles, and the Chinese pay almost a third of health care costs out of their pockets. So Democrats, listen, are rushing to endorse a plan that is more socialistic than communist China's plan. Now, Medicare for All, it would also nearly double the size of the federal government. Double the size of the federal government. A recent analysis of Bernie Sanders' current Medicare for All plan, which is supported by Gilliam and people like him, finds that it would cost the federal government $32.6 trillion over the first 10 years. And we know these analyses are always wrong. They're always low. $32.6 trillion plus free college for everybody, right? Free health care. The trustees of Medicare say Medicare is going broke in eight years. Eight years. So the Democrats have a plan massively expand it and destroy it. It's incredible. And that's vast understatement of its true cost since the analysis assumes draconian payment cuts to providers and unrealistic savings on administrative and prescription drug costs. It also ignores the enormous cost of delays and rationing that invariably result from government run health care. In other words, all the people who will die, all the people who will suffer when a government takes over a system like this. Democrats pushing Medicare for all say that those costs are irrelevant because people will no longer have to pay premiums or spend any money out of pocket. What they don't say is that everyone would face huge tax increases to finance this government takeover of health care. Bernie Sanders plan starts with an eight point four percent hike in payroll taxes, sharply higher income tax rates and more, none of which would fully cover the exorbitant costs. How many more failed countries, ladies and general, must we copy? This is Venezuela. This is the prescription of Venezuela. Phony support for Medicare for All. Democrats also point to surveys showing strong support <clears throat> excuse me, for, Medicaid for uh, Medicare for All. A Reuters-Ipsos poll found 70% backing it, including a majority of Republicans. But that's because people have no idea What Medicare for all actually means run Reuters substitutes the term single payer or government run health care support collapses to as little as 40 percent down from 70 percent. And that's exactly why the Democrats camouflage their true intentions and lie and deceive the American people. But even that's probably too high, 40%. A separate Kaiser Family Foundation survey found almost half of Americans wrongly believe they could actually keep their existing health plans under a single-payer system. Incredibly, Democrats are the most ill-informed. The poll found 52% of Democrats think they'll be able to keep their health care plans. I mean, that's absurd, right? If they're going to nationalize health care, a single-payer system, destroy Medicare destroy all private insurance, including your employer insurance, well, how are you going to keep your plan? Still, lack of public support didn't stop Democrats from imposing Obamacare on the nation eight years ago. Won't stop them from imposing, quote-unquote, Medicare for all if they ever get the chance. The only way to prevent such a disaster is to keep Democrats out of power, at least until their socialist fever breaks. This is another reason you need to go to the polls, ladies and gentlemen. These rogue leftists are so thoroughly and completely irresponsible. They want to impose their ideology on you. And these have real life consequences. It matters to your family. It matters to the health of your family. It matters to people who have private insurance. It matters to people who are on Medicare. It's incredible what they've been proposing. Cory Booker, an opportunity account as high as $50,000 for a kid. There's no end to what they want to do, how they want to manipulate us, control us, take from us, steal from us. That's why I say all the time that progressivism is un-American. It's absolutely un-American. There is absolutely no constitutional support or basis for progressivism, none. Which is why they're truly hostile to the Constitution as you saw in the last judicial confirmation proceedings. I'll be right back. Mark
8: Levin.
1: They got a radical kook running for uh, governor of Georgia. Stacey Abrams. A radical kook. And we just talked about healthcare. Here's what she said in Atlanta on Sunday: Cut fifteen, go.
0: We can educate bold and ambitious children, but our fundamental responsibility is to take care of the least of these, especially when the least of these are working families who only want a little bit of access to healthcare. And I am sick and tired of hearing about the free market being the solution to this problem. Because I've never seen the free market write a prescription in rural Georgia. I mean, never seen the free market... How how
1: stupid is this? This kind of demagogue. I've never seen the free market write a prescription in rural Georgia? Let's just stop for a second. The pharmacy wouldn't exist but for the free market. The drugs would not exist but for the free market. The scientists working on the drugs. The capital investment to come up with these drugs. Where do these people think these drugs come from? People sink hundreds of millions of dollars, if not billions of dollars, into finding drugs to help people with diabetes and heart disease and Alzheimer's and so forth and so on. We should be celebrating people who commit their lives to this rather than this kind of demagoguery. People in rural Venezuela have nothing. People in rural Cuba have nothing. Nothing. Why do you think the Chinese government has to steal from us? They'd have nothing too because communism doesn't work. people in rural georgia she's sick of the free market it's funny how most rural areas vote republican anyway go ahead
3: that foreman so they can have a little bit of control of their diabetes before it turns into an amputation of their foot just
1: listen to this idiot listen to this idiot let me tell you something and this is a fact There are some prescriptions that are very, very expensive because it took a long time to develop them. There's an enormous amount of money that pours into them, and they're not widely used. In other words, they're for very specific types of cancer, very specific types of diseases, and so forth and so on. If you can show any pharmaceutical company, any, your tax returns, or if you don't maybe you don't even have tax returns you're that poor they will provide you with the prescriptions for free or at an enormously reduced cost but often for free they have programs where they specifically do that so if you truly cannot afford metformin and i don't know if that's the right name or not or a very expensive prescription And you can show based on your income or your lack thereof that you can't in about a week to a 10 days time and a friend who worked for one of these organizations. You will get those medications almost always for free. Why doesn't anyone ever talk about that? What this idiot will not talk about is the problem of supply and demand. If everything's free, if everything's subsidized, there's less and less of it. There's less and less investment into new cutting-edge drugs, new quality-of-life technologies and drugs. There's less and less of it. Remember, the left is about redistribution. It's not about production. It's about redistribution. It's not about growth. It's about redistribution. Go ahead. But for the free market, there would be no stent to put in your heart. Maybe I'm missing something. Don't we have Medicaid in this country, Mr. Producer? And 25 cents out of every single dollar spent by every state goes into Medicaid. Am I missing something? I thought the left had already solved this problem. In 1965, shortly after Medicare was founded, they founded Medicaid. I thought Medicaid was supposed to resolve all this. Apparently it doesn't. So what do we need? More government. That'll fix it. Medicare for all. That'll fix it. Go ahead.
6: Miles to get it done. The problem with the free market is the free market needs to make a profit. Yeah. And there is no profit in doing the right thing.
1: Well, if they don't make a profit, there's nothing to invest. Why, ladies and gentlemen, do people put faith in somebody like this or Bernie Sanders or the whole phalanx of leftists to make judgments about industry, to make judgments about society, make judgments about your own life, your own quality of life? Why do you put faith in somebody like this? She doesn't know anything about health care. She doesn't know the first thing about medicine. She doesn't know anything about doctors and nurses. She doesn't know about pharmaceutical companies. She doesn't know about capital investment for pharmaceutical companies. She apparently doesn't know about these free programs that, that the pharmaceutical companies have. And they spend billions of dollars doing it. She apparently is utterly and completely illiterate on the subject. It doesn't matter. She's an idiot a lot like Obama's an ideologue like Gillum's an ideologue like Sanders is an ideologue like Warren is an ideologue it doesn't matter spirits is irrelevant knowledge is irrelevant facts are irrelevant even though they claim to possess all of them there's no profit in doing the right thing she says why do socialists do the right thing do communists do the right thing Do bureaucrats always do the right thing? This constant attack on the private sector, on capitalism, and the inability of most people to confront it and address it is very frustrating to me. Look around you, ladies and gentlemen. Look around you. The overwhelming majority of what you see was not created by the government. It was created by individual initiative. Or a group of individuals getting together. It was created through freedom and private property rights. And yes, a market system. A market system. We don't even appreciate what we have. And who we are. And what we've built. Instead we have these radicals. Who talk like morons just throw around phrases Medicare for all there's no profit in doing the right thing there's a hell of a lot of men and women who've spent their lives committed to finding cures who've spent their lives to finding cures more than Miss Stacey Abrams ever did and they need to be paid and there needs to be investments And you have to have R&D, and you have to have capital. And that's how the system works, and it works so brilliantly. That's why we have more patents than any multiple of countries put together. I'll be right back.
0: Talk about the Tea Party. We are the Tea Party. Call in now, 877-381-3811. Here's the truth
1: about home security companies. They're like dealing with another bad cable company. You spend hours waiting around for technicians, hours on the phone to get questions answered. And then when you're, you're at your limit, you remember, oh geez, I'm locked into a three-year contract. Now, if you're looking to protect your home and family... Go with Simply Safe Home Security. Simply Safe is real comprehensive protection, beautifully designed to look good in your home. And using it makes your home safer. Simply Safe has backups in place to keep you safe, protecting your home even if you lose power or internet or if someone attacks the system. Best of all, you get 24 7 monitoring with police and fire dispatch for just $15 a month. And unlike other home security companies, Simply Safe has no long-term contract. It's the best around-the-clock protection you can find. It's not like a ring at the front door. I've always wondered about that. I see that on TV, Mr. Producer. Do most burglars come through the front door? I don't think so. Do they knock, say, "Hi, I'm here?" No, I don't think so. No. Get 10% off Simply Safe today at simplysafemark.com. And you'll also get free shipping and free returns. That's simplysafemark.com for 10% off your Simply Safe home security system. Simplysafemark.com. One of the districts we're focused on, ladies and gentlemen, is outside Richmond, Virginia, in the Commonwealth of Virginia. And it's represented by a solid conservative, a Reaganite, A man who has endorsed and supported Donald Trump as well, and his name is Dave Brat. Dave Brat, how are you, sir?
2: Hey, I'm doing great, Mark. Thanks for having me on.
1: Tell us about what's going on in your district. First of all, tell us what your site is, so if America wants to support you financially, which I hope we will, in a Levin surge, you can get some more ads up and also uh, get the the voters uh, out there, too.
2: Yeah, well, it's uh, davebratt.com, B-R-A-T, davebratt.com, and I appreciate that. And the race, it's similar to the rest of the country, uh, except my opponent is kind of trying to hide from the Pelosi agenda. So Politico had a nice piece out with the whole Pelosi agenda a couple days ago. But my opponent, for the most part, she's on the record for single-payer, you know, government takeover of uh, health insurance, $32 trillion dollars. Will require you to double your personal tax rates and the corporate tax rates. That George Mason Economics
1: and of course surrender that. your health care.
2: Yeah, you can't no, you gone. can't keep your health care. Right, right. No, no, no. Private insurance companies, no free market, no nothing. And then she's against the tax cuts, right? The, the middle class families in Virginia are getting twenty five hundred dollars back, and so she's saying that you know give it back up to D.C. The lowest unemployment rate in history for african americans and women and then kids are doing well and so the the entire economic recovery takeoff is at stake and then finally on immigration she's open borders sanctuary city she says uh federal laws it can be handled by the localities they'll they'll do fine and she's even made statements uh supporting uh the gangs you know ms13 etc in public and i don't think some folks uh, out there understand what sanctuary is. I mean, we're talking about the hardened criminals that should be deported or arrested. And the governor of Virginia and my opponent Spanberger uh, and and everyone on the left, right? Nancy Pelosi, San Francisco want to offer them sanctuary in your neighborhoods instead of deporting them. They want to give them sanctuary so they can stay here. And, and so it's, it's mind boggling with this caravan coming uh, and lawlessness. And, and when she says Local law enforcement can handle it. That's a neat, clever way of saying let's ignore federal law. And you know she's got a CIA background, so she knows better. But you know she's she's you know using language in a clever way to deceive the voters across the board on health care, on taxes, the economy, on immigration. So it's it's the standard thing, and you know, we've been working like crazy with our sheriffs on opioids. and Three hundred million lethal doses of fentanyl came across the border this year. Uh, and the left wants to take it out on ICE officers who are protecting us from human trafficking and fentanyl and and heroin, et cetera. So it's uh the country's upside down, but they you know, they got five million dollars, they got two point two million dollars fed to them from the uh Soros back act blue. They got money just falling out of the sky. And so we got a tough race on our hands. I mean it it's tight. We're up a little, uh, and after Kavanaugh, of course. Uh, the rest of the country saw, you know, the, the left is just out of control. So we got a bump and we hope that stays.
1: You know, they're getting an enormous amount of money. You talk about the Soros front group and Steiler has a front group and yep. Bloomberg's out there spending. You got all these leftist multi billionaires that have set up all these groups to to launder their money through and then to give it to these candidates uh, like the candidate you're running against. And they use this money to go on TV to try and disarm the public to try and come across as, look, you know, uh, I'm not this radical leftist. You know, I just believe in this, this, and this. It's happening all over the country. I assume it's happening in your district.
2: Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and you know, that's the resistance, right? This isn't the Democrats. This is way off. They want to have, you know, endless investigations, uh, impeachment of Trump, impeachment of Kavanaugh, et cetera. And so they have a radical left agenda. And your listeners are sophisticated enough to know. You know, this has been in the Ivy Leagues and the, and the higher ed for 40 years. They want to deconstruct the Judeo-Christian tradition, and now they have, right? You can't bring it up in K-12. You can't bring it up in higher ed. You can't even bring it up in polite conversation. They want to deconstruct the rule of law. Uh, look what they've done to those who serve us every day, and they want to deconstruct the free market, you know, pro-business environment we have. So it's it's just amazing, the billionaires who have made – their billions off of the free market uh, system and off of human freedom are now uh, in full frontal attack on human freedom.
1: Because mm-hmm. they want ultimately they've become enormously wealthy, and what's left? Power. 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 Got they it. want power. They want to control the law. They want to control the politics. And uh, they've tasted power. And uh, America, it's DaveBratt.com. He needs your financial support all over the country. You know how uh, he defeated Eric Cantor. You know how he's a leader in the conservative movement and in the House. It's davebratt.com. Anything you can give him within the uh, federal legal limits, uh, he needs your support. He's running against a radical leftist. And uh, the people who live in your district, what are the main areas in your district?
2: Yeah, I've got the 7th district. Uh, I've got eight rural counties, and then my two big suburban counties are, you know, Henrico County and Chesterfield. You know, we go all the way from, you know, Culpepper up in the north all the way down to Nottoway in the south. But uh, just great people throughout. And they, they're they just – Spamber is trying to buy this election and faking them out with just millions and millions that I cannot match in messaging point. I think Virginians are going to see through it. They're pretty skeptical on this negative ad kind of stuff. And, you know, people are cracking jokes to me about, you know, gee, Dave, I didn't know that about you. You know, they're making fun of it. And so I think a little bit of it is backfiring. But with enough money, uh, that, you know, the Democrats do what they are They're threatening we're going to take away Medicare and Social Security. And then just the biggest bull-faced lie is that, you know, about the health care bill, of the Republicans' pre-existing conditions, uh, folks' coverage was covered in that bill. And they're, you know, just spinning total falsehoods on all these scare tactics. And that's, you know, we expect it every time, but the, the new thing is the money element. They, $5 million so far, uh, just in her money, right? I mean, just $5 bucks. it's like a Senate race. And so we're running against the mainstream media. The Washington Post does a pants on fire against me every other day. And so uh, we're fighting a good fight, and I, I still trust the American people. They're going to see through this.
1: And the American people, we the people, we're the ones that can make a difference in each one yep. of these races. And that's why I have Dave Brad on. Dave Brad shouldn't have to fight like this, but he does, uh, because what's being done and the, the kinds of money, that's that the kind of money that's being spent and the way it's being spent and laundered uh, uh, into these groups, these front groups, and then, uh, and then attacked. And I love the way they always have the word reform or something in, their, in the name of their group. How's your uh, ground game? How's the grassroots there?
2: Uh, grassroots is solid And uh, you, you know it, it's, it's always easier to kind of motivate uh, It's got President Obama in there We had you know thousands The left now definitely has a blue wave That's still sitting uh, On top of my district But now after Kavanaugh we're matching it People coming to the office like crazy In the last month or so the energy is way up Everyone is, is just seeing What will happen right Maxine Waters will be the chairman of financial services. And they're starting to hear these stories and going, this isn't real, is it? I said, th- it, it is real. And people don't understand fully what the left, how far off the left is, right? Jay Lafayette did supply-side tax cuts, was proud of his Catholic faith, was strong America. He couldn't get elected anything right now in the Democrat Party. And mm-hmm. there's your objective criterion, right? That, that shows you it's not the right-wingers, right, that are have moved. It's the left is so far off from any of its traditional moorings, and even caring about the you know the middle class worker, they, they have abandoned them for this this crazy resistance, uh, you know, in the the new tactics. Uh, in my district, businesses are being threatened. My opponent had to call in and apologize uh, to a huge venue we had because they received so many threats. I've had hate mail left on my doorstep. Uh, you know, signs are being taken down by the 50s over every weekend. And, uh, you know, you see it on the national news. Everybody knows what's going on. And uh, the American people have to stand up and reject this. Uh, our mm-hmm. side has to learn how to fight uh, for freedom.
1: com. I would strongly encourage everybody who lives in that district, make sure you vote and make sure you bring a friend, a colleague, a neighbor. Be your own precinct captain. Just do it. And that way... Uh, we can ensure that Dave Bratt returns. Uh, the rest of the country, it's Uh You know, Dave Bratt votes on issues that affect everyone, no matter where you live, no matter where you uh, reside. So uh, it's very important that we return him to Congress. It's com. Dave, we wish you all the best.
2: Hey, Mark, thanks for your leadership always. God bless you.
1: And God bless you, too, my friend. Boy, I'd hate to see him go down on election night, America. I really would. And they're doing this to a lot of very, very good people all over the country. They're lying about them. They're flooding the zone with an enormous amount of money. They're targeting specific races. So we need to target back and give Dave Brat all the support we can. He's a crucial voice in the House of Representatives on the Freedom Caucus. So we're going to do each night a Levin surge. Davebrat.com. I don't believe in giving money to parties political parties. I believe in giving them to candidates. And this is a candidate that needs our support. DaveBrat.com. That's daybrat.com. Dave I'll be right back.
8: Mark
1: I'm not supposed to tell you now, but I'll tell you now. This Sunday on Life, Liberty, and Levin, I'm scheduled to interview Newt Gingrich, one-on-one for the full hour. Can you imagine Gingrich and Levin to discuss the election at great length and at great depth? As I say, I don't have 14 guests, so it'll be uh, Newt Gingrich and me on Life, Liberty, and Levin for the full hour. I'm sure you've never seen him. And me together for a full hour because we've never been together for a full hour. As a matter of fact, I don't remember the last time I've seen Newt Gingrich. It's been a long, long time. But he's a really, really sharp guy. He's got uh, excellent analysis. And I thought that would work. And the following Sunday, right before the election, it'll just be me, myself, and I. Just me in an election special. Thought I'd give you a heads up. Now, we've shut down the Day Brat campaign site so you need to be patient we do this all the time just try it in a little while but don't forget to go back it's davebratt.com we've shut it down because many of you want to get in there and give them a donation and i want you to get in there and give them support so just be patient as i say give it a little bit of time and go back davebratt.com do i have it on my social sites mr producer he needs our support, folks. He really does. And he's one of us. We got to give mayor cover. It's the way I view these things. Uh, let's see. Oh, you know, Mr. Producer was such a fan of my ex chair. And of course, I'm a huge fan of my ex chair that we finally decided it was time to get him his own ex chair. And boy, does he love it. Mr. Producer and I are different heights, different weights. Yet how the X-Chair conforms to each of us to provide the same unbelievable level of support and comfort is really incredible. He's physically feeling the difference. I'm physically feeling the difference. Less pain, more energy, better focus. You need to feel the X-Chair difference for yourself. And if you want to see how beautiful this amazing chair is, just go to XChairLevin.com, XChairLevin.com to see the numerous models, all kinds of different models. Now, if you own a business, take my advice. If you want happier, more productive employees, then consider X-Chairs for your entire staff. It's a very reasonable investment that will pay huge dividends. X-Chair is on sale now for 100 bucks off. That's $100 off. Just go to XChairLevin.com. That's x xchair, com, Or you can call their toll-free number one 844 Chair one eight four four four. I messed that up. one 4 x chair one 4 x chair Now, X-CHAIR comes with a 30-day, no-questions-asked guarantee of complete satisfaction. Go to XCHAIRLEVIN.com or call one 4 x chair If you use code Levin footrest, you'll get a free foot rest. XCHAIRLEVIN.com or 844-4-X-CHAIR. Joe Scarborough is really a lowlife. I don't know how else to put it. He's a lowlife, in my view, in his personal life. He's a lowlife on TV. He's just a lowlife. And uh, that's why MSLSD gives him a job, because MSLSD is known to hire lowlifes. The whole lineup is a bunch of clowns and miscreants and malcontents. Not a very pretty sight, I might add. So there he is. The morning schmo with his bulbous nose looks like the guy that sits on the bridge in Deliverance. We've talked about that before. There he is. And what does he have to say that's so brilliant? Cut 10. Go.
4: I want to read this. This is and this, is, this is referencing nobody.
1: Stop. So he wants to read something that references nobody, which means he's referencing Trump because he's obsessed with Trump. He's obsessed with Trump. He's got a man crush on Trump. I understand Mika's even jealous. Go ahead. Please, my my
4: beloved viewers out there, do not...
1: My beloved viewers, you like listening to my show, you clown? Of course you do. Your beloved viewers. It's like the people at the reptile house. They hate your guts, but they want to watch. They want to watch the snake eat the mouse. Go ahead.
4: Draw a parallel between what is said here and anybody... Living or dead, past or present. that would Oh, hurt he's me.
1: so clever. Don't draw a parallel, wink, wink. No, 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 don't draw a parallel, wink, wink. I'm just reading this for our own edification. Go ahead. Hurt me very
4: deeply, and you don't want to hurt me deeply. I don't want to weep on this show. So, This this doesn't
1: relate to guy, anybody. Is this guy wants- a psycho or what? Go ahead.
4: It's just... I was going through reams and reams and volumes. I love World War II. And mm-hmm. which side yeah, do you
1: love, by the way? Go ahead.
4: Oh, fan, love what? Rosa... So I was reading this. This is it's from um, uh, the United States Office of Strategic Services in describing mm-hmm. Hitler's psychological profile. And this only pertains to Adolf Hitler and pertains to nobody else. I yeah, can't. Okay. I just can't state that enough. But yes, this is well, what they had for Adolf Hitler's psychological profile. And well, mm-hmm. for those of you in the midst of. Reading World War II uh, government reports, you'll find it fascinating. I was
1: too late off the block here. Basically, he's comparing Trump to Hitler while he's claiming he's not. This guy is a complete, complete a-hole. Ladies and gentlemen, we salute our armed forces, police officers, firefighters, and emergency personnel. We have a great Levin TV tonight. I hope you'll check us out. Just call 844-LEVIN-TV and have a wonderful evening. I'll see you tomorrow.